Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Lots to talk about. Thank you very much for being here. Bottom of the hour will be Alana Nash. She is the author who wrote the book about Colonel Parker, wrote a book about Elvis and the women that uh, that that he was the closest to, his mother, his Priscilla, and his daughter. And she actually interviewed Lisa Marie Presley back in 2012. We talked a lot about the passing of Lisa Marie uh, last week and also about Elvis's 88th birthday. We even get down, we get into the conspiracy theories a little bit about, you know, did you believe Elvis died when he died? And uh, it turns out she was actually there when his body was laid out um, in, in the coffin. So very interesting conversation. Make sure you stick around for that. We've got a lot to get to as well, including Corrine Jean-Pierre. And Carrie, today, I'm just going to let it out of the bag. She may, in fact, answer a question. Really? Okay. I'd like to know what that but, is. But, of course, it has nothing to do with documents or anything. It has to do with, oh. with uh, how bad it is to take Swalwell and... and uh, and Schiff off of, you know, it's funny. She won't talk about congressional stuff, won't talk about candidates, won't talk about who's on committees, unless it somehow promotes her side. Remember the whole time, this is a Hatch Act. I can't talk about this from, from this podium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Hatch Act, I can't do that at all. So we'll have that oh, for wow. you. I okay. mean, you know, you know what I mean? At some point, make a decision. Are you going to be that person, or are you not going to be that person? Now, I, I know that we talked a little while ago, so you don't want me to play this then? No, you have to. That's Maybe the have must. to is like you're, like you're ordering to me to do it. Yes, you must play it. Go well, ahead. Say the word. It's Wednesday. Whatever. Kissing up the chocolate boys, Gary Lockie. That, of course, Polo. That, of course, Sam. Better now? You heard your stupid Bon Jovi? Much better. Thank you. I'm glad you didn't correct me. He is stupid Bon Jovi. So we had this story recently. <laughs> I should have. It's not stupid. That, that's, it's, for some reason, people are trying to make something out of this that it's not. This kid takes a gun to school and shoots his teacher. Kid six, right? Yes. For some reason, some racist, radical, left-wing guy calls himself a pastor or a bishop or something over on Twitter. Black guy, a lot of followers, said that had the boy been black, everybody would be freaking out about this story. But because it's a white boy that brought the six the the gun at six years old and shot his teacher, not even a story. Now, maybe I'm the idiot, and you've been telling me for many years that I am, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but uh, the so-called bishop is either lying or is stupid, because the kid that brought the gun is black. So, A, there's nothing racial about the story. This is a horrible, tragic story of a, of a horrible six-year-old getting a gun of some, somebody's, getting a hold of somebody's gun and bringing it to school. But why make something racial about it? By the way, the teacher's white. 
the kid is black, if there's anything racial that you're going to make out of it, if you're stupid, you'll make it about black-on-white crime. But I don't even see it as that. I see it as a bad kid doing a bad thing and bad parenting or bad somebody letting him have access to a gun. I just hate... This is why you're so smart to stay off Twitter as much as you do. Mm-hmm. Because I hate that anybody can make anything about anything oh, yeah. and then lie back. The guy hasn't taken the tweet down yet. The guy hasn't apologized yet. We've all told him the kid was black. It's sick. Because <sighs> there's a there's a percentage of the hundreds of thousands of followers that he has that will believe him now. Yep. And that really bothers me. The reason why I, I do dislike Twitter so much. So you've got an update on this story. Mm-hmm. And um, this, again, startling that we just don't yet have a system in place in our schools where somebody can report something and something can be done about it. Go ahead. What do you have? From the New York Post, the Virginia teacher who was shot by her six-year-old student texted a loved one before the incident expressing frustration with administrators who had apparently been warned three times the young boy had a gun. Citing a source close to the situation, NBC News reported that Newport News first grader teacher Abigail Werner sent the text an hour before she was shot on January 6th saying the child had a gun in his backpack. And she was frustrated because she was trying to get help with this child, for this child, and then when she needed help, no one was coming, the source said. And news of her chilling text came as Werner's lawyer announced the 25-year-old teacher will sue the school district. As Werner's lawyer is alleging administrators at Richneck Elementary School failed to act, resulting in her client being harmed. On that day, over the course of a few hours, three different times, three times, school administration was warned by concerned teachers and employees the boy had a gun on him at the school and was threatening people. Lawyer Diane Toscano said in a Wednesday news conference, but the administration could not be bothered. Toscano said one teacher told administrators at 12.30 p.m. the day of the shooting she searched the boy's backpack for the gun but believed it was in his pocket. Shortly after, a different teacher alerted administrators about the boy after a student said the six-year-old showed him the gun and threatened to shoot him. Stunningly, another employee asked if she could search the boy but was dismissed by administrators who said to wait the situation out because the school day was almost over, Toscano claimed. So three times they were warned. Yes. And their answer was, eh, it's almost time to go home. So let's let him go home with the gun instead of stopping a six-year-old from walking around with a gun. Now, I'm a pro-gun guy. I'm a pro-Second Amendment guy. I believe that all the rules and regulations on guns have made us much less safe in this country because good people, honest people, good guys with guns, for lack of a better term, are being restricted from from defending themselves, their families, their homes, their stuff. But there is no place in anybody's mindset, whether you're pro-Second Amendment or anti-Second Amendment, where anybody would say, I'm cool with a six-year-old carrying a gun to school. Nobody would say that. There is nobody. The NRA wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. Ted Nugent wouldn't say that. Nobody would say that. So when somebody says a six-year-old has a gun, and maybe that person's a liar historically. You want to ignore the first one. Then the second person says, the six-year-old has a gun. I searched his backpack. I think it's in his pocket. And you still blow it off. And the third person says, may I search this kid for the gun? A student said he showed it to me and threatened to shoot me with it. When you say no at that point, it should cost you many millions of dollars in a lawsuit. She's lucky to be alive. 
should cost you many millions of dollars, and none of you people who were warned and didn't take it seriously should keep your job. And I don't care if you were teacher of the year, administrator of the year, the most giving person on the planet, most charitable person, the most humble person. I don't care. You're out of a job. You cannot work in a setting where part of your job, a big part, is keeping those who are there safe. Because you didn't. You didn't do it. It wasn't like she said to her friend, hey, I think this kid might have a gun, and then nothing else happened. No, this is three instances, according to her lawyer, where school officials were notified, and they didn't do anything. Literally said, don't search him. It's almost time to go home. Come on, man. This is a major problem because, again, we're forced to pay for the school, yet we can't, through our pay and our ownership of the schools, basically, our management of the schools, we're the bosses, we can't tell them, please make sure nobody has a gun. Or we can't tell them, if you're told somebody has a gun, please check and see if he does. I mean, that's beyond the pale. And yet, I'm going to keep on paying my property taxes, which pay for the schools. We're going to keep on loading up billions of dollars to the Department of Education, and stuff like this goes on. You must take these threats seriously. I'm not saying strip search some six-year-old. I'm not saying anything like that. But if it's in his backpack, and three people say it is, you can check. If one person says, no, no, I think it's in his pocket, I mean, check his pocket. I don't know why we're here. Carrie, I don't know why this is a story, why why this person was shot that day when three people were notified that three he had it. Three times in one day. And still, this child shot that teacher. It's, again, <sighs> I would say it's stunning, but at some point you stop saying it's stunning and you start saying it's kind of part of society now. Some administrators just don't care. I think tenure should be done away with. I really do. Uh, if you don't know, tenure, after a certain amount of time on a job especially on a union job or a teaching job, and many of these teaching jobs are union jobs, you can't be fired. It's very, 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 very difficult to get rid of somebody who's got tenure. Sorry, you don't get tenure. You get to work like the rest of us schlubs out here. And if you do a good job, you keep your job. If you do a bad job, you don't keep your job. You're not protected by some stupidity of longevity. Because even somebody been there a long time can make a mistake and do something so egregious as to get a teacher shot because you didn't take action when you were told three different times. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247. Go to JoePags.com, scroll down, click on contact. We're going to all the social media there. Um, make sure you stick around Alana Nash at the bottom of the hour. And by the way, I did sing an Elvis song, uh, Bridge Over Troubled Water, his version of it. It's over on Facebook. It's on Rumble. It's on Twitter. It's all over the place. People are being very kind about it. I did that just thinking about Lisa Marie and Priscilla and Elvis and the whole thing. It's been a, been a very crazy January for that family for sure. Uh, but your thoughts about the nobody in the administration taking it seriously and being told three times and doing nothing about a gun in school when we come back. Stay here. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. Alana Nash at the bottom. We talk about Lisa Marie Presley and her passing. That family 
and you know the ultimate in fame, and then of course the ultimate in sorrow as well. We're going to get into all that. It's a very interesting conversation away from politics, more about music. It's certainly about Elvis and his family. Uh, stick around if you're an Elvis fan. I think you'll like it a lot. Let me tell you about uh, Eden Pure. They've got great technology there. You know, we told you about the thunderstorm air purifier. A lot of you went out and got them. You sold a ton of those. And now, for the wintertime, they're in it to try to help you save some money in your heating bill. They've got a powerful heating technology using their Gen 40 heater. It's already helping thousands of people save money on their heating bills. At Eden Pure, an advanced heating engineering team has combined an infrared heating system and a convective heating system into one space heater. These two technologies work together to heat a home better than your current furnace, your boiler, your baseboard, heat, and other space heaters. By using two forms of heating technology to heat a room, the Gen 40 heater makes you feel warmer and reduces your heating bills at the same time. Just the right time to get that done, right? Heating bills are crazy. Never be cold again. Save money right now with Eden Pure. Right now, you can get an additional $50 off the Eden, uh, the Gen 40s sale price with my discount code. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Enter code PAGS50. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGS50. That gets you free shipping, too. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS50. Make that happen. All right, we've got to play the game Sweeping the Nation. Does Corinne Jean-Pierre answer any questions because yesterday she didn't. Carrie, you were 100% right. You got mm-hmm. it right. Yeah, yeah, all six. Even posted, a, a lot of people are watching that. They're all jumping in, playing the game, sweeping the nation. Let's see if she does today. The uh, House Oversight Committee is looking into Hunter Biden's art sales, or the sales of his own art. Uh, is, is the White House concerned about that? Does it have any response to it? I will refer you to uh, Hunter Biden's representatives on this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're <laughs> 0 for 1 there. <laughs> Carrie, what do you think? I thought she referred him to somebody. Uh, she did. Not a surprise. Very interesting. Now, the, the government's actually looking into it, but she has no comment. I'd refer you to his lawyer. Okay. Let's see the site. Maybe she'll do one here. The president had said he was going to talk to us about this soon. He did make brief comments last week, but does he have any plans to answer the questions that we've been posing to him to perhaps hold a press conference so that we no, can understand ask a range I of questions? Totally understand the question. Uh, I don't have anything to preview right at this time on uh, on any, any uh, opportunities for the president to address this. Uh, but as you all know, and I know questions were shouted earlier, there's many opportunities that you all have with him uh, where he takes your takes all of your questions and he has over the past uh, two weeks. Answered questions no, I understand. We've been shouting. No, he's answered actually when he was in California. He took a que- he took a question when he was in Mexico City. He was asked. He took a question the day after that. No, but the day after that, he took a question. So I'm just saying that it's not that he hasn't addressed this at all. He has. Uh, I just don't have anything to preview on a you know potential press press conference or anything like that and an opportunity uh, that you all will have to hear from him directly. But again. He has been asked a question a couple of times, and he's answered it, and you all have heard from him uh, on that. Carrie, that was one minute and one second. Wow. Uh, I mean, I, that was a That's lot of words she said. Was there any answer. answers there? No, no. Did not answer a question there either then? Mm-mm. No. I mean, she took the long way around. She sure did. Will there be an opportunity to ask the, to ask the president <laughs> questions about this? All she had to say was no. Instead, she did this whole end around. Uh, he answered one. He she answered a question. He answered a question in Mexico City. Answered a question the next day. So it's not like he hasn't answered questions. What? What are you yeah, talking about? Uh, All right. Mm-mm. Now she does get into into committees here, so you might hear an answer. So I'll say this: uh, 
Representative Schiff, Representative Swalwell, uh, and uh, also Repres uh, Representative uh, Omar are, um, you know, are expertise and bring a lot to the table when it comes to uh, foreign policy and national security. Can I just say that was in English? Uh, saying the three people are expertise is not, is not correct English. I'm going to put that out there. I don't think that they are expertise. Maybe, maybe I'm missing it. I don't know. Uh, foreign policy and national security. And we'll say this, uh, you know, uh, we'll say this. We'll say that, um, you know, when it comes to that committee, it should not be politicized. Uh, it should be independent. And, uh, and again, those congressional members bring a lot of expertise uh, to that committee. And uh, I'll leave it there. Wow, Carrie, she seemed to give an answer when it came to supporting I, Schiff and Swalwell like. and Omar. I don't know, was it, that, was, that was kind of an answer, wasn't it? I would, I'm going to say, yeah. Well, a couple of things. First of all, they are expertise, and mm -hmm. they have expertise. She said both of those. <laughs> yes. So I did not know you could use the word expertise I in that manner. I am expertise. Manner. I also have expertise, too. Well, so. I am certainly expertise. Let's not be silly. Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, let's, let's go, let's, is she going to continue answering questions? You know, during the midterms, uh, you, we've heard from uh, congressional members, Republicans in particular, that their focus was going to be on lowering costs for the American people, dealing with inflation, which is something the president has been doing uh, for, the last, uh, for the last two years. Hmm? I can't imagine what question could have been asked in context there. For her to say, during the midterms, we've heard from members of Congress, especially Republicans, they were going to try to lower costs for the American people, and we certainly have done that. I think she said something like that. For the like last that. two years? Yeah, I mean, no. Mm. Not at all. Not even a little. But um, eggs keep going up on the yeah. that. I mean, the, the, the running joke on social media is I saved up for two weeks, can finally buy an egg. <laughs> you know what I, mean? it's just, I know. But, We're but about I mean, egg they smuggling. Saying, People are smuggling eggs because no, I'm not going to so use this soundbite. No, they they're literally smuggling them across the border. Yeah, that's, yes. that's how stupid it is. Yeah, Biden today. There's a, there's it's so ambient, it's so noisy. You can't really hear him. But he says, "I'm just not going to sit here and let the Republicans ruin the economy." Like what? <sighs> Again, I mean, maybe there's a detachment there. Maybe he is expertise at a lot of this. Mm -hmm. I don't be. know. If that could be. You could certainly be expertise. He is expertise. Um, he has expertise as well. I don't know. I think he has and is. KJP. Yeah. W without a doubt. Mm -hmm. And um, and he said he's not going to let the Republicans ruin the economy. If ruining the economy means fixing what he broke, I want them to ruin it. I do. But, but I mean, he's he and she and anybody else in this administration are trying to set the narrative that. The economy's going so well under us. Look, the Republicans took over the House and they screwed it up, which is, of course, not true. During another soundbite, again, it's too noisy, I don't want to play it, but she goes on about how the Republicans somehow are going to increase inflation, as if that hasn't happened hmm. under Biden for two years. Again, there's either a detachment or such a sociopathic ability to just lie about stuff and keep a straight face. And that must be what it is. We all saw Kareem jump here when she was on CNN all the time, just being the racist that she really is, and going after Donald Trump as a white supremacist the entire time. Now she's trying, because she's wearing these, these pantsuits, she's trying to show some sort of a professionalism, but through the professionalism still comes who she really is. And I just think she is expertise at lying.
What? I dare you to use that just in common speak tonight at the house. I think I will. Yeah, that's fun. I think that yeah. would be excellent. My expertise. 888-941-PAGS. Yes. Exactly. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Stick around. Atlanta Nash, when we come back, you're going to want to hear this interview if you're a fan of Elvis. Keep it here. You're listening to Joe Pags.